0: hello, and welcome. My name is the Alpha Female, and you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Whoa, g'day, mates! Bushwhacker Luke here, 2015 Hall Famer, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, whoa! This is pro wrestling's only modern-day Viking Gunner, and you're on Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Nick Magnus tolders and you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hi, this is Leva Blue Pants Bates, and
1: you are listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, this is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mouth and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Talk. Hey, f- <laughs> fellas, uh, you guys have a great day. And, and this is only because I'm talking to Canadians. It is actually spitting snow in Tennessee. See? Oh, my yeah. God. we oh, <laughs> great. We've had 70-degree weather here. For, oh, I mean, we really had a warm
0: December. And I get on the phone with damn Canadians and we're <laughs> spitting snow. So.
1: Spitting Snow <laughs> with Jeff Jarrett. Oh my God, those were the times. Welcome, everybody. My name is Carl Carafell. I'm joined alongside with Corporate Joe. This is feeling like a throwback of throwbacks, <laughs> but this is Turnbuckle Talk. Ed coming in here. Oh, there we go. Joe put it up. Ed coming in there. Good to see you, Ed. Thank you so much for stopping by. I love you, man. You know that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Ed coming in. Corporate Joe. All (laughs) super loud and going. The returns don't stop. That's right. The returns do not stop. We have. I'll speak to this first. Okay. Clearing the elephant in the room. We have returned to YouTube the Facebook page, and the Turnbuckle Studios Twitch page. So, you may be wondering, what the hell is going on? What is going on is that we have left Love Wrestling. Now, this isn't on bad terms. We are very thankful to Spencer and to Zach To the team and the management over there for the time that they gave us and allowed us to be part of Love Wrestling. So after this week, everything that you see in the intro, outro, what have you, this will be the last time that Love Wrestling is shown on those programs. But we do say thank you to them over there. It is greatly appreciated the work that uh, that was put in for us. And at that time, we were the longest-running weekly episodic program over there, which we are very proud to say. We know that they are uh, doing their thing just as we are going to continue to do ours. Olay! We are going to be continuing to do our own... Thing from here on out and we're very happy about that because now we can welcome back everyone that we had lost at one time because we were not on the facebook or we were not on youtube so welcome back everyone including corporate joe ryan oh yes oh yes oh <laughs> <laughs> it's Do we true we have a joe sighting hell yeah we do we do this is one of my newest friends here pretty kitten 667 coming in thank you so much i she is watching over on twitch as we have ryan watching on facebook and we have ed coming in Olay on youtube as well as astrid i love you girl you know that we have got astrid in here as well over on twitch which is absolutely fantastic i know that i can see that there are nine viewers right now interact with us talk with us we have a lot to talk about no really we don't have a lot to talk about tonight but what we do have to talk about is that guy right there corporate joe who believe it or not people has actually been watching a little bit of professional wrestling current professional wrestling (laughs) current which is out of the norm but a very welcome change Joe what have you been watching tell us a little bit about your experiences here wait before you do RBV, oh, it is not Throwback Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Changes going on once again with Turnbuckle Talk. We are back to our roots and back to our original platforms. Hell yeah. That's what's going on. Joe, take it away. I'm going to have oh, a drink of my, my non sponsored Dr. Pepper oh, while we talk. Oh,
0: Jesus. Well, hopefully you can still hear me okay. It's been a while since I've been doing this shtick, so hopefully I sound okay. Um, you know, I don't have the, the usual production materials and stuff that I, I once had here, but uh, I am rocking the the headset. Hopefully it sounds uh, decent and serviceable for everybody here. But yeah, man, like, uh, you know, been away for a while, but not forgotten, you know, and I do still watch a little bit of professional wrestling. I have watched some recently, and I have, not to be perfectly honest and, Completely transparent with everybody, I have not watched barely any wrestling recently, uh, up until uh, just this week, and then a little bit last week. So,
1: nothing wrong with that. Man, what have you watched? Uh, uh, caught some,
0: caught some dynamite last week. Uh, you know the the, the post CM Punk Fallout stuff, and then the, uh, <laughs> and then you know this most recent episode of Raw. And you know I definitely do have some thoughts about that. But uh, you know to to kind of feed off of like what were your thoughts? You know, let's start with uh, you know D- uh, so you caught Dynamite last week. What what was your kind of takeaway? And then I'll kind of you know follow after you.
1: My takeaway for Dynamite is that CM Punk just needs to be done and gone. At this point, I'm over it. I'm done. I'm just freaking done, dude. Like, there was no need for what he did at the media scrum. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no need at all for that shit. But he did it anyways. And he wants to talk about those who went into business for themselves. What the hell did you just do there, dude? Yeah. So we we do know if you follow the program, um, they took the titles off of... Uh, CM Punk they took the titles mm-hmm. off of uh, the Young Bucks and um, Kenny Omega they took the trios championship off as well um, yeah first we'll get to this Bubba Duke hey. oh, yeah Bubba Duke <laughs> thank you for coming in I know Bubba Duke's gotta gotta hit the hay he's he's got the shoot job in the morning um, yeah but thank you thank you so much for coming in and uh showing your support for us here um parish coming in as well parish you know i love you too look who's back (laughs) olay so that's that's really my take the show the show itself was actually really good i enjoyed it Um, i did i really enjoyed it i i like who um they have now as the trios champions i really do um another tournament like Damn, another freaking tournament for an interim championship belt. (laughs) Jesus. Let's get to Ed's comments here before you shoot yourself here. I understand that he's been a champion around the world, but D-Bry, Daniel Bryan, shouldn't be in an AEW tournament of champions. Promote those who have been champion (laughs) for you and not elsewhere. And Ed, I fully... Freaking agree with that. Bad point. Ryan coming in. Every time I visualize Ace Steel biting and pulling Kenny's hair like a bitch, makes me chuckle. Me too, dude. Oh yeah. shit. Me too. Me too. There you go, Astrid. Clip it.
0: There you go. If we need to do it again, let us know. Um. But yeah, man. Your uh, thoughts? Kind of of similar. I mean, when, you know, when Punk came back to professional wrestling, you know, I, you know, just like everybody else, was pretty stoked. I mean, it it was fantastic. And, you know, I I guess my kind of question, you know, to kind of approach this from a little bit of a different way, as I usually normally do when I'm on Turbuckle Talk, is, you know, given that this is professional wrestling, Carl, you know, how much of this is them possibly working us, right? Is, Is this a work is this a shoot you know and and, and this is kind of a deeper issue when, when we start getting more to the wwe side of things but right. we'll get there um you know when it comes to it to my thoughts and whatnot but uh i mean if nothing else i mean that does have the wrestling world talking which i, I guess is a good thing. Uh, you know, we pretty much have everybody chiming in from all over the place to your Eric Bischoff's to your your Vince yeah, Russo's, everybody, everybody talking about this, right? So, I mean, you can make an argument, you know, that's good. But I mean, you know, then when you hear about, you know, guys who have said, you know, no, we will never, uh, even venture even think about going to WWE, you know, we hear rumors about like, Oh, you know, Kenny's putting feelers out there. The on bucks putting feelers out there. It, it's, it's like, what is going on with this company? And I, I think Carl is uh, what we're starting to see a little bit with AEW. I mean, good to a certain extent, and, you know, definitely helped them get, get through the pandemic, you know, with kind of everybody kind of running the show, but now we're starting to see when people get a little too much free reign that the proverbial shit hits the fan. And I I think that maybe what would have happened here is that Tony Khan just, you know, trusts maybe a little too much. And, you know, we saw, ah, you know, um, you you can even see him sitting there going, like, instant regret, like, hey, you know, maybe we should let this guy talk, just say whatever he wants, right? So, you know, good and bad here. It's, um, yeah, (laughs) is. I'm not actually here. It's completely false. Yeah, oh, Hologram. Jesus. Hey, Pluggo. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um,
1: Pluggo. I love you, yeah, man, You it, know it, that. It, it's, it's,
0: such a, it's such a weird thing because um, it's good and bad all rolled into one. You know, it's but it it does have me kind of legitimately concerned for this company, though, because it it feels like it's kind of unraveling beneath the surface there. And I don't want it to, you know, because it's probably a little bit of New Japan and stuff over to North America, too. And they seem to have a good relationship together. But it's just it's again, you know, when you let the inmates run the asylum a little too much. You know, right. I, th- I think some uh, proper minds, like, I mean, you have William Regal there, you know, you, you know, you could bring some people in, I think, to kind of uh, get things under control a little bit, you know, have somebody that has a little bit of a, you know, uh, if if uh, our friend RBV still in the chat, you know, have that person in charge of what the F, you know, if something stupid <laughs> is coming down the pipe to be done, you'd be like, no, we're not doing this. It's
1: stupid. Right. right? And and you would get that with the, with a w- William Regal. You would get that with right? Taz. Pat Patterson wrote right. the soul. He would have said that we're not doing that. That's right. stupid, right? Right? In his thick French accent, you're damn right he would have. <laughs> but you've got all these names. You've got the Big Show there. You've got Mark Henry there. Use these guys um, better than you know, like um, their mind for the business.
0: Could it be still so that everybody's still kind of jaded? From their previous times to where they feel like, you no, know, we're in a place now where we can just do whatever we want. There's no repercussions, right? It's it's almost like a it's almost like a spoiled child getting too much, and they're like, well, I can just do whatever, until finally somebody steps in and be like, no, you know what? Uh, you've been doing stupid shit. It's time to stop doing stupid shit, right? right? So,
1: Ed's question here is: all of this a sign that Cody was a lot more important behind the scenes than people knew? Yes. I'm going to, for me, the answer, yes. 100%. Why? Because he had a mind for the business. Not just a mind for independent professional wrestling, but a mind for big, large-scale company business. Joe. Yeah, no,
0: for sure. Um, I still cannot really believe that he, he had, that he did go back to the WWE because, I mean, he was somebody who was very vocal, even includes stuff in storylines saying, you know, you know, this is me, you know, <laughs> FU Triple H, I'm destroying the throne, all that kind of stuff. You know, like, dude, like, literally, like, he was, like, literally the last one that I thought would have gone back. But he was the first, right? And then you got to put yourself in everybody else's shoes, too. That's you know, gone from the WWE to... AEW, how many of them are thinking now, you know, and then given kind of what's been going on recently too, they're like, you know, how many are we going to see go back? I mean, you already see Malachi Black, uh, Alistair Black, you know, been wanting out of his contract for a while now, now given the conditional release. I mean, you can can almost bank on him being at the Rumble, right? Stuff like that. I mean... If nothing else though, it could lead to some, int- I, I think, I think that the next Royal Rumble is going to be interesting because I think we're going to see some returns and maybe some forbidden door stuff. Who knows? But, right. um, it, it, it's, it's tickled my fancy. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, has me legitimately interested, but there, there's still some, we'll get to that when we get to the WWE side of things.
1: So now with AEW, um, I mean, you, 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 you pretty much nailed it right on the head. Um, there are too many chiefs, not enough Native American. There are too many chefs in the kitchen. There are too many people that are trying yep. to run that damn show it, that they're stepping all over each other. And I understand the whole creative freedom bullshit that's, that's yep. there with this company. And and the personally, show, I think it's bullshit.
0: This, there's not like, like every episode feels like it's. You know, I've said this about WWE before, where, where it, like, when Vince was still kind of running things, how it just felt like a, a chopped up thing, you know, where everybody's, okay, you know, so this is the CM Punk segment. This is the this. So you know, there's nothing linking them together. Right. Um, and, and strangely enough, um, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of move over to it. You know, when I watched Raw this week, it felt like there was, like, a whole arc of a story being told, you know, with everything kind of interweaving together. Not to say that it wasn't perfect, but I'll get to the imperfections. Um, but I thought that, you know, what what they've been doing has been really, really good. My still my biggest issue, um, that opening segment overall this week. I mean, like overall, I thought the show was very good. They the in-ring stuff I think is fantastic. You can clearly tell that they've got a bit more free reign of, to do stuff in the ring. Uh, I know that Vince isn't kinda of calling too many of the shots or not calling any of the shots at this point. Any, yep. But, my issue is with the fans because the whether it's on purpose or if it's accidentally the fans like like somebody who's been out of the loop for a while and is hopping kind of back in somewhat is watching the show and i don't know who's a bad guy and who's a good guy based off of the crowd's reactions once when, when seth came out i mean getting sure i was like oh like seth's a baby face again right no. No, he's the, the bad guy still viewing with thrill. So then it just doesn't make sense that when you transition to him coming out and then attacking later, it's like, well, wait a second. Right. You guys are booing him now, but you were cheering him at the beginning of the program. It's just it, it doesn't feel like something's still amiss there. Uh, like Especially as somebody who's yeah. out and kind of just watching again, it doesn't feel right. I mean, everything else, I thought the show flowed really nicely. Yeah. Um, and you know the in-ring stuff I thought was fantastic, but just the the fans I think are just kind of rooted for me. I don't know if you get That's, that sense at all.
1: Um, I a, a little bit, a little bit I do. I mean, I've continued to watch, right? So I mean, yeah. At this point, Seth is kind of that tweener, right? So he's you know. Mm-hmm. He's that in-between guy that uh, that, that can be bad or, or, or could be you know considered maybe the the, the, yeah. the, the good bad I don't know mm-hmm. um, yeah Ryan like this this year as well I'm gonna touch on this quick how the hell is Cody returning soon and doctors were saying that TJ Watt would miss a whole season if he had surgery on his torn back mm-hmm. why because Cody is an animal. Cody is a freaking animal. That's why. (laughs) And I agree with that, Ryan. I definitely do. But yes, like it it just definitely was um, would be weird. Right. Especially for you, somebody who has not, you know, really been watching uh, for for a while. Right. So it definitely would be weird. Um, But again, this kind of goes to the superstars themselves really having, um, more freedom inside the ring and being able to, uh, to really just be happy inside the ring now. Right. So you you have to play off of the fans when you're inside that ring. And I think that that's kind of what Seth has been doing is just really playing off of the fans.
0: And, you know, and that's a big, for, for those watching Terminal Talk who didn't see a lot of me when I used to be on the program, you know, I'm very much uh, in the old school mindset when it comes to professional wrestling and how things kind of go, you know, and to quote um, a famous quote from our friend, Mr. Michael Jargo, you know, professional wrestling is at its best, in my opinion, when you have a good guy versus a bad guy, and, and you know, in, in the old school days when we first started watching, I mean, if you were a bad guy and you got cheered, I mean you've kind of failed at your job more or less because, you know, that's yeah. not the intended reaction. We've even seen, um, you know, up until just recently um, when we would get a wrong reaction from the crowd, that production would kind of, you know, mute the audience and pipe in the desire. In. so then, you know, it sounds very artificial, you know? So yeah, I, I guess, you know, maybe it's just a product of the age and maybe I'm just a little too old school for my own good. But I mean, um, I, if nothing else like I said just as somebody kind of jumping back in from being away it it is a little jarring.
1: Ed does have a good point here. Seth is actually on the verge of turning face and that um, he thinks yep. that once they decide to pull the trigger on a program with Roman that it you will have to. work. Right? Yeah. And and I mean it's 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 good. It's good to kind of have that um, it's good to kind of have that that tweener once in a while. For reasons Damn. like this, right? Because Damn. who the hell have we had to beat Roman Reigns? Nobody has been Damn. able to do it yet. Well, who better than his old former stablemate than right. to come in and be that, that face against the heel, right? Yeah. Because
0: there's another one, I mean, if you're not careful as well, if you don't manipulate things properly, I mean, if you lose Roman as a heel and you start getting too many cheers from the crowd, I mean – ouch i mean you know he's your your top bad guy right now you mean he he should literally be doing things to have that crowd wanting to jump over the barrier to go at him don't do that folks but you know it's (laughs) but you know but i mean i mean as a a bad guy you should be despised by the audience by the commentators and by your fellow babyface in the ring
1: (laughs) right so right, Pretty Kitten coming in here saying the rise in the energy from the crowd seems like it must be extremely important factor in gaining adrenaline to crush the opponent. Um, OK, I'll, I'll give a little bit of a uh, an insight. Um, Pretty Kitten is someone who is just getting into professional wrestling, I guess you could say. Um, I know that she, you know, watched she watched a while ago. Right. But uh, she's now kind of starting to, to, to get a little bit more back into it. And this statement is 100 percent true, like that rise in energy from the crowd, uh, whether it's cheering or whether it's booing Damn. is kind of what that what's needed um, to to get that that superstar to get that wrestler uh, to have enough energy to have the adrenaline to be able to really oh. focus
0: I mean, just performers in general, anybody who performs anything in front of an audience, I mean, that's what you feed off of, you know, and that's what, uh, you know, rewinding to the the midst of the pandemic era, that was one of my biggest uh, pet peeves was that there was no audience to feed off of, right? So um, it, it made for a really weird dynamic, so.
1: It definitely would. So all in all, going forward... Do you see yourself maybe watching Dynamite or Raw? Have either one of them intrigued you enough to uh, continue watching, or even semi watching, like taking a, a week off or whatever?
0: For sure, a- and probably not where you're expecting. You know, after watching the, the both of them, I have to say that the um, that WWE has been, been more interested. You know, with the AEW, we just we feel it feels like, you know, the the ring stuff is really good, but just there's not enough there to make for a proper show. Like, I, and I and I think you know with the stuff, though, with the follow-up, with the CM Punk stuff and whatnot. You know, when I watched that. That matchup with, with that would end up happening with, with Seth and Riddle, I thought that stuff was perfect the way that uh, I still want to call him Punishment Martinez. i got to call him Punishment <laughs> <You're> Martinez. <right? laughs> you have that dude. He finally gets to talk more. And just the, the way that that whole match played out and how it kind of sequenced into the next and into the next right to the end of the show, I mean, right. I thought it was excellent, right? That That is not a Vince band production, right? Um, no. So, so now – that. I, like I said, I think that there's still a few things that can be tweaked here and there. Um, you know, I think the audience, needs, I think the audience needs to play along a little bit better, you know, then it would be perfect. I, I, I like the direction that they're going. Uh, okay. Props to, props to Triple H and what they're doing there. I've not checked out SmackDown and NXT. I'm just going off of raw.
1: So Understandable.
0: just to celebrate to too. So, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely interested. I'm going to watch every week. Probably not just given my, my shoot job, if I were to watch wrestling while I'm working, I would probably lose said two job. So uh, when I when I have a chance to, when I can, I'm, I'm definitely going to tune into Raw um, because I'm I'm intrigued now, and uh, that, um, especially with Riddle and Seth Rollins, I think you have that that as a killer um, feud, and, yes. and I mean Riddle is so over; he is so over with that crowd, and you 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 you, uh, you strap a rocket to that man.
1: So a couple Not quick things here.
0: Royal Rumble winner. Uh, yeah. I'll say you, 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 you do. He's got to be main event WrestleMania. He's that over with that audience that I picked up on. I mean, he should main event WrestleMania this coming year.
1: So first I know where you work and I know that there are televisions there. Yeah. Okay. So there's no reason <laughs> I know why. You can't watch professional wrestling don't have because you pull. need to showcase the product <laughs> right. that are being sold.
0: Right, I don't have that much pull there but uh, uh, because we're limited to what we could show there. But I like where your head's at, though. I like where your head's at.
1: I used to do it when I was at the source all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, so, you know my thoughts on Riddle when he first came in. Yep. right yep i'm a fan right i'm a fan of riddle i, mean, would be eventually- I hated this guy i loathed everything <laughs> about matt riddle which yep. they're, they're allowing them to use matt riddle again if Good. you know yeah. which is very cool that's another triple h thing that's going on um yep. yeah like i'm a fan of matt riddle now um yeah yeah this comment here cbrs entertainment thank you so much for coming in appreciate you honestly i do it's absolutely amazing to have you here Uh, saying okay my mind is blown i legit did not put two and two together with damien priest being punishment really? martinez uh, right yeah. yeah go back and find footage of him in
0: ring of honors punishment oh. martinez you want to talk imposing individuals and um yeah. somebody who's very mobile as a big man um but somebody who i think more in that wwe style you tone down a lot of that high-flying stuff right. you just let him be that big intimidating heel and let him use that voice man he he has that that presence and that voice and that microphone like I, you get chills Right? right, just just let him let him do his thing, you know. It's you know still provide a little bit of guidance, obviously, because you don't want the CM Punk situation, where you just say whatever you want and oh, things will just be fine. No, you you have to obviously provide a little bit of guidance, but uh, um, but yeah, I mean he's somebody that is going to be somebody of importance. Uh, him, Riddle, right. you know, I, I like, you know, with Finn Balor uh, in that match too, that he wrestled like a heel, not doing too much of the high flippy stuff, still wrestling like a bad guy. That's yes. something that we would not have seen under the Vince McMahon reg- uh, regime, right? He would still right. be doing all that all that crap, and it doesn't make sense as a bad guy doing the crowd-pleasing moves because you are not there to please the crowd. You are there right. to to do devious things, right? So well done
1: ppw prairie pro wrestling carl and joe my friends good (laughs) to see you here tonight thank you so much we appreciate you coming in as well you talked about damian priest you talked about punishment martinez same person okay what are you thinking of judgment day Mm. just from what you saw on raw with everything surrounding the judgment day i have to get these in here ole ole what what are your thoughts on judgment day um it's interesting
0: it's something that uh, that, that that i think has some potential there but it's not fully baked it, it, it's all name call i wish that uh william regal was still in wwe mm. and, and i i think he could help these guys a little bit because right. it feels like we're on the verge of something but it's not fully come to realization and you really see with the that dominic mysterio with, with the, and his little thing his little vignette there it, it looked very um i'm reading off of a cue card type of situation we I mean, can yes. tell that he's like trying to add some uh, real realism to it but he needs to go to the william regal um promo school um because it's, it's, it's a- almost there but he's you could tell it just it didn't feel it didn't feel quite natural it looked it right. definitely looked
1: very produced so the the segment that you're talking about is the one um in the back where he's sitting in the chair and yeah the, okay so i do have to give props for for that segment um For what they did with, okay, with the camera. Mm -hmm. So being able to take from one camera angle to another and make it so seamless and look fantastic. I was so happy with that. So freaking pleased. Chris Parrish, my guy coming in, TBT and taking over. And (laughs) then I'm hearing... Busting out on Sunday! Wow, the power of Ole <laughs> has made some waves. So I shall change, or probably chant. I think he meant Ole, Ole, Ole. 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 <laughs> that's right. Awesome. Big things are coming, people. That's I mean, that's something else that I want to that I want to kind of tease for everyone. Big things are coming. Hmm and it's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be very good. Um I'm not going to get into my very much more detail just yet. But stay tuned because wow. it's going to be huge. It's 100%. going to be like huge, man. It's going to be huge, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Parish, I'm drinking, I'm drinking this is- chance. stands. <laughs> Bobby Munson, my brother mm. from another mother. Bobby. Ole, ole,
0: ole. Here's a guy I haven't shared a camera with in a long time. I miss Bobby.
1: That could change. Mm-hmm. That could change. Yep. Yes.
0: Look at you oh, being all cryptic and mysterious and shit there. Jesus.
1: Right. <laughs> it is honestly absolutely fantastic that we have had so much interaction here on this show I absolutely freaking <laughs> love it I'm going to go a little old school here for a moment and um, see if I still have this, yes, yes I do, we're going to take just a quick little commercial break and we're going a little old school with our commercial this week, wrestling a love and a passion we all share is the drive.
0: I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow,
1: the wrestling brand. And welcome back, everybody. My name is Carl Carafell alongside Corporate Joe. And this is Turnbuckle Talk. I'm going to get to a few of these comments here quickly before we move on. Ed, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Ed knows. Ed knows. Bobby saying Joe will be sharing screen time <laughs> soon enough. Mark my words. It will Ooh. happen. Chris Parrish says, wait, Carl, you change. Do you, Mia, chant? And then he corrects it mean. Do you mean chant? <laughs> do you mean ch-
0: <laughs> That's usually my gimmick. I mess up typing <laughs> in the chat and graphics.
1: Damn, oh, you drunk. Go
0: home. <laughs> Parrish, I love you. Oh, man. That was awesome.
1: Ed, oh, I've missed this. Yes, I have as well. I definitely have. And if his name's Snow, yes. Mm. Yes. Colorandelbowbrand.com, right? I'm wearing, Joe's wearing, I'm always wearing with my ball cap on. The promo code JK podcast gets you 10% off your entire purchase. No matter what you are purchasing on the site, make sure you're checking out collarandelbowbrand.com. So, Joe and I are going to talk about something that we have talked about before on this program, but is now starting to come back out once again. Joe knows absolutely nothing about what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about something that's been put out there onto the Twitter machine by Dan Beltzer no no not Meltzer Dan Beltzer okay right so and this is this 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 is a legit person this is like okay this this person knows what they're doing what they're talking about okay okay Uh, I want I just want that you know that so that you're not (laughs) thinking that this is just some smart mark that's shooting off at the hip no this 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 guy is not New WWE tag belts should be on their way. Hmm. So what he puts onto the Twitter machine, new WWE tag belts are described to me as being the existing design, dual plated black strap and having a stacked large WWE logo in the center. They also have the old, never used tags which are the women's tag style on colored straps the women's belts are going to be getting colored backing soon okay. so it's very interesting okay that uh, uh and i'll put out his twitter for everyone because legitimate source here at belt fan dan you can go and follow him if you want. Uh, you know, spoilers and information on championships within a number of companies, not just the WWE. <laughs> but he's mentioning here the tag belts, the men's tag belts, described being the existing design, so the round design, essentially dual plated with a stacked WWE logo in this, a large one in the center. But they also have the old never used tags, which are the women's style on colored straps. I would rather just like Prairie Pro Wrestling says about damn time, change all those WWE logo belts ASAP. I agree with that. That big ass gaudy looking W in the center of belts drives me absolutely insane. But if they maybe go with the style that like the women's tag belts are in with a smaller logo in it and a different colored strap, I would be okay with that. What are you thinking on that Joe? What do you think about this entire situation with changing belts? Hmm.
0: Um, I've never been a big belts fan, you know, with the exception of you know, like the WWE Intercontinental Title, the um, the previous New Japan uh, Heavy uh, World Championship Title, gorgeous belt. Um, you know, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship belt. To me, like when I think pro wrestling belts, those are the the first ones that come to mind. You know, that old style. It feels like it's something worth earning to win. To win, right? You know, when it comes yeah. to you know the current WWE championship, they they really do just feel like a prop. They're really not that pleasing to the eye. You know, they they are just kind of there. I mean, they they do mean something. But they they just they don't feel special, partially because there's too many of them, too, by the way. But that's a topic all in itself. Right. Um, but, I mean, change uh, does make sense given, you know, what's going on and you know, what's happened recently. I, I understand wanting to um, kind of move on from that. But, I mean, like I would very much prefer, and I think you would probably agree that, you know, uh, more like a throwback to, you know, those big... Belts like it was like a lot's kind of going on with that, and it really felt like you know, yeah, I'm the champ. This really shows it, right? You know, the Ric Flair title, Prestige. right? Exactly, right? Um, whereas a WWE belt championship title, whatever you want to call it, it just doesn't really feel that special because it doesn't stand out at all,
1: <clears throat> right? That's pretty kidding. There you go. Down below, who do I follow at Belt Dan on the Twitter machine? Ed has a very good question here. He says, "Why does the WWE logo bother people so much, but the old New Japan Pro Wrestling title had a similar large branded championship center?" Um, we can answer that question. Yeah, go please go ahead. Because it's the logo is
0: subtle. Right, when you look at that old Japan belt, it's essentially kind of in the same color. So the logo itself doesn't really stand that much, especially from a distance. The WWE thing, it's like bam in your face. It's like we understand we're watching a WWE show. We know it's the WWE. You know, the, the, the focus needs to be more on what that belt is, you know, a world heavyweight championship. You know, that should be the words that are the focus, not the company. We know what company we're watching, we need to be constantly reminded of such. That's, right. that's where i come from with that
1: and i'm i'm very similar in that as well um i really so when i'm looking at a new japan belt yes i know that it's there but i don't notice it as much and that goes towards you yep. you know saying that the color is is pretty much exactly the same so it's all kind of like a uniformed color yep. um Yeah. So I mean that for, for me anyways, and, and obviously for you as well, that's kind of, kind of where it, where it sits is that it's not in your face. It's not punched. Like, like, okay. I I understood you create something cool, different, unique for John Cena. Now Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this, this is where all of this bullshit started was with Cena's spinner spinner belt So you've got the huge-ass WWE logo in the center of this belt, and the damn thing is freaking spinning around. That's where your focus is. Your focus isn't on anything else except this big fucking wheel that's spinning. (laughs) Yes, I just swore, and I normally don't do that. It just... Oh my goodness!
0: All right, perfect example. Like it, with the WWE belt, that that mm. classic intercontinental title belt. You know the the logo is still there, but the focus is on the intercontinental champion part of it, not yes. the company, right? So that's that that's with uh, the winged eagle, exactly right. That iconic image is not the company's symbol. It's that winged eagle with you know with the world championship overlay on it, right? So. The big yes. gold title, another great one. The amount of detail and everything in that belt—it's gorgeous. Carl owns a version of it. I mean, it's one of those iconic images. You know, when we look back on, on wrestling history, twenty years from now, we look on these curtain titles. Now they're not going to stand out as anything special to us because it's not that image burned into your mind. Other than that logo, which you know, I don't hate the logo, but it's it's the wrong focus,
1: right? CBRS Entertainment saying a belt should honestly look look it would Failed be it. worth winning, right? Like the Winged Eagle, the old IC, the uh the big gold. And yes, yep. I do have a version of um the big gold, which I have from FanDu Belts. Um belts.com is a fantastic site. They do great work over there as well. Amazing. I have a version of the uh bulldog uh tag championship as well from fandu belts and i've got my old uh uh, classic ic title um from many many moons ago when the wwe was producing (laughs) them in like the really thin two millimeter metal that was in there right and yes you you're, you're so right here as well cbrs entertainment saying there's no individuality with the belt ed i knew i knew that already because i know who you are man i know <laughs> i know who you are he says he completely agrees with corporate joe here he just wanted to pose the question and that's why i love having ed here because he's always bringing in these different questions for us that you know um ppw prairie pro wrestling uh at ed fries the logo is not the issue the logo on the f- on the front of the belts I also was not a big fan of the new Japan one myself either. Give the belts an identity right now. They're merely props just as, as Joe has been saying and Ed, you know, saying PPW, yep. I, I hear you with that. Um, Bobby coming in saying <laughs> Ed bringing in an excellent yep. question as always. Yeah. Just, just what I said. Right. And even with this, I believe the UFC is or to blame. Yep than or more to blame than the spinner belt to blame for the WWE title and such. You know what? Like, yeah, I know ne- I never thought about that because yeah. I, I'm I'm not somebody who watches UFC on the regular, right? But now that I think about it, one of their most famous championships is that that big plate with the three letters UFC so, right in there. Jeez. Yeah, it's,
0: like, it's like it's like the most plain low effort championship belt title championship you can come up with. It's literally just the company logo, like nothing else. Right. So yeah, you know, they, they ventured away with that a little, little bit with the, uh, the, uh, the bad mother effort belt.
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
0: I mean, that they, they ripped that straight from professional wrestling. I mean, the rock even, even there <laughs> yeah. with that. Right. So, you know, the MMA fans can like deny all they want that they're interested in professional wrestling. but That is a line of crap. I, but we can that's it's interesting how these topics come back over the years with right. the MMA versus wrestling and all this kind of stuff right. but uh but yeah it, it, it's um yeah when it when it comes to to belts um i, I really think that sometimes less is more, but yeah. just it, it, it's that that focus on what that belt means that needs to be what's showcased. Again, like yes. we said, we, we know this is the WWE, and we need to know, okay, so Roman Reigns is a World Heavyweight Championship, not, hey, you know, this is, it, it, to to be slightly silly, it's like, hey, this is my employee ID card, I work for the WWE, Can I kind of have a belt that says so, no, <laughs>
1: right? you're the freaking world champion, and it should say that, so. <clears throat> uh, it should say that, instead of just being printed really right? small, right? <laughs> it's not, it's, yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's oh. that's that that's just yeah. That's interesting. UFC, UFC yep. is is more to blame.
0: Yeah, and tons uh, of great champions over the years, but I mean the belt is just something that's never been one of their strong points.
1: Right. So now we haven't discussed this yet. I know that I discussed it last week, but I want I want your take on this entire yeah, situation. Sure. Okay. The media scrum mm. and everything that happened and everything that's gone along with it. I want your full, your honest, your shoot Joe take yeah. on the situation. It's tough
0: because uh, I am a CM Punk fan. I may catch some heat for that because wrestling fans are so fickle, right? That a month or so ago, and uh, a little bit before that everybody was like so pro cm punk fit and then now that this has happened everybody's just crapping all over and i i get it there's always going to be that it's a tough situation because like i said it's a product of that the the way that that company operates right yes They, they they basically get free reign to do what they want and and that really shows you why that can be a bad thing you know this isn't an an indie wrestling show where you just hand the 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 guy a mic and he says stuff and then whatever right no no aew is one of the main companies now whether you want to accept that or not right? right and you know as you know sponsorships and other vested interests become more of a thing you need to watch for these kinds of situations because they really could derail things you know as cool as it is hearing a wrestler shoot the CM Punk is arguably one of the best at it yeah. my Idol roddy Rody Rowdy Piper even said so you still you need to know when to turn it off right and, and when you need to just be a wrestler and do your thing and not just crap all over everything that's going on. You know, that, that, that's my take, man. Just it, 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 it's, and it, but it's, I'm so questioning it too. And, and I mean, that's so pro wrestling in itself too. You know, is this actually happening for legit? Is this planned to happen? Who knows? Right. But it definitely feels like it uh, definitely shouldn't have turned out that way. And it's sad because I mean, I, I do. I want to see CA pug do well. And I think a lot of people do, But this kind of thing just doesn't help that situation. And and I'm sure that he's lost a lot of respect, uh, not only from fans, but, you know, a lot of these younger wrestlers who he says that he wanted to work so much with and, you know, to try and help bolster and and build up and whatnot. A lot of those guys have got got to be going, what the hell are you doing, right? This isn't part of the plan at all. Right. So, it sucks, man, because, like I said, I, I have a ton of respect for the dude. You know, even going to the UFC thing, to, to go in there and fight a legitimate fighter, to actually step into that octagon with uh, the little experience they had, that takes balls, okay? To go from being a pro wrestler to getting in there and fighting for, for reals, that can never be taken away from him, win or yeah. lose, right? But just like I said, sometimes... He, Let me simplify it even more for you, all right? For you, for everybody.
1: Don't shove your hand in my face again.
0: (laughs) My mom gave me probably one of the best pieces of advice that I still use to this day. You know, sometimes if you don't have anything good to say, sometimes it's best to just not say anything at all.
1: There you go. And that's after me me saying, and that's
0: after me saying a bunch of stuff. So I'm not (laughs) taking that.
1: (laughs) I agree with this, Bobby. Sounds like Charles Montgomery Punk needs to take lessons on how to be more corporate. (laughs) And I think Corporate Joe can be the one to Uh. do that. With everyone that has been in here commenting tonight, I do thank you so much. And I've shouted each and every one of you out, but I want to give a little shout out as well to those who have liked over on the Facebook page. I know that we did talk about Ryan, Ryan. Uh, we did talk John as well, but there's a uh, Melissa Wright's there as well, Javier mm. as well as Jules. And I want to thank all of you for showing your support and liking it over on facebook that's absolutely fantastic and for everyone that has been watching whether it is on youtube whether it's on facebook or whether it is over on twitch i can tell you that this program will not die and we are going to continue it on and there may even be some more areas that you can find the show at one point or another the audience is growing. Watch the numbers rise, says PPW. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And, and again, I'm going to go back to the very beginning of this. I have no animosity towards Love Wrestling and the platform that was over there. This will be the only time that I speak of this. So anyone who has been messaging me, this is the time where I am saying it. I'm not going to address it publicly, except in this forum. I'm not angry. I still support them. I still support Love Wrestling. I will still support Love Pro Wrestling. I will still support because they supported us. It was just time for a change, and that's what it is.
0: Dude, we were that we were the first show on that platform when they started. Yeah, right? we were. And then, yeah. and and now you're like you're we're you're on the verge of getting close to that 300 episode mark where not a lot of shows can say that they've reached that, my friend.
1: No. No, they have not. And who knows, we may even have something real special for episode 300. Yeah. Ed? Yes. <laughs> the rebirth of Rewind will be happening. It definitely will be. Um, I know you and I have even kind of talked a little bit about that, Ed. So that will be coming. You guys are killing it and can't wait to watch as Turnbuckle Talk grows to all new heights. Thank you, Bobby. I can tell you, Bobby, that this um, is not going to be a regular. I know that Joe can't be here on the regular, but either the single broadcast with myself or I may just open it up to whoever the hell wants to come on and talk some professional wrestling, because I know that there are a lot of people that have been wanting to share the screen with me and I am always open for it. Bobby is well saying love wrestling is responsible for me meeting many amazing new friends. Zero animosity from me. Right. Right. No, I totally get that. Olay is podcast language for support. So Olay love wrestling. I fully agree with that parish. Thank you. Enough is enough. and It's time for a change. Jason <laughs> sensation. sensation. Oh boy. Right. And then, uh, CBRS entertainment, a collab with guys from OSW. Hmm. If somebody wants to reach out at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, who knows what kind of collab might happen here. Bobby saying, we'd love to do a rewind with you guys. Sometimes Papa Smokes would also be up for taking trips down memory lane. Definitely 100%. I can guarantee that Turnbuckle Rewind, the it's on fire. Everything, all of this is on fire, Pretty Kitten. Yes, I can guarantee you it's all on fire. And I can guarantee you that Turnbuckle Rewind, while hosted by myself still, is going to be open to working with people and having people on to talk about classic matches within the world of professional wrestling. I do want to drop as well that... We were able to retain everything for beats and beatdowns. So Bobby Munson and I will hopefully soon, hopefully uh, stars line and we can get our season two available yeah. and put out. Season one is already out there and available on Turnbuckle Studios YouTube page. So you can go there and check out everything. And it is in a um, what is what is that thing called? Where I've got I've got Turnbuckle Talks under one thing and I've got uh rewinds under another and beats and beatdowns oh. is in its own playlist. Bad That's playlist. the word for it. Playlist. Yeah. It is in its own playlist, so that will definitely be happening as well. I don't know. I don't know, Parrish. Does OSW mean Olay supports wrestling? <laughs> it just yeah. might perish uh the acronyms oh my god i'm i'm going to put this one up here um yeah <laughs> porn stands for parish over right now that is
0: genius oh <laughs> um, um, but 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 by the way uh, that that uh, beats and beatdowns i absolutely ad- adore what you guys and bobby have done there i mean pro wrestling and music together I mean, the two are synonymous with each other, with theme, uh, themes, with uh, with uh, musicians being involved in wrestling. Right. It, it's such a great idea, and uh, I, I loved you guys did it with the first season, and, dude, I can't wait for more of that.
1: Me either, to be honest. Ed says he hears there might be a takeover in about six to eight minutes mm. from now. Hmm. Hmm. I'm wondering where that will be. <laughs> if there is a takeover somewhere make sure that uh you post because i, I will shout this oh, it's beats and beat down season two let's make it happen bobby we definitely will we will have to get together for that and B- bobby saying thank you joe it honestly has been uh the coolest experience and i felt or i feel uh like we have some cool shit lined up for season yeah. two yeah we definitely do um yeah i'm gonna make sure that i post that as well uh, again, I will repost that onto the Facebook page as well as the YouTube page uh, for Beats and Beatdown Season Two. Joe, you got anything else for us before we take off tonight?
0: No, man. It's just it's been cool to be back on again. Like I said, I know I would love to make it more on the regular, but can't make any promises. But uh, you know, I will always be around, and whenever I can be. I will be here as much as I can be and, you know, to try and provide my unique, sometimes that flawed opinions on professional wrestling, but, you know, at the, at the very least, hopefully uh, you guys find entertaining and that, uh, you know, that I, I still do have somewhat of a mind for what's going on, despite me kind of being away from it for a right. bit. Uh, it's something that's uh, I, I, I still I still enjoy wrestling, but I, I just don't get to watch as much as I used to. But uh, I still like to talk about it, especially um, with with you and with everybody in the chat. I mean, it's, it's it's always a blast.
1: Thank you so much, Prairie Pro Wrestling. Excellent show, guys. Looking forward to many more awesome Tuesday nights, definitely. And uh, welcome back to a 10-year weekly contract mighty joe (laughs) uh yes Uh, so nobody's posted it yet does anybody know if there is a takeover happening and and where a takeover is going to be before i hmm. end everything here i'd like to know
0: are people taking over this program what's going on here
1: (laughs) well i don't know if they're taking over this program (laughs) i don't know (laughs) <laughs> the time is up the time for us to go has come joe thank you so much for coming on here with me again and i want to say thank you again to all of those who have joined me here tonight joined us here tonight um oh chris Parrish has a twitch account hmm. okay so over on chris Parrish's twitch account and some other spots as well so look look out for that if you're on twitch look up chris Parrish. okay that's where it is going to be yeah so i want to thank everybody again who has been in here interacting with us this has been absolutely fantastic and all of you know that i consider you all my co-hosts as we go through this journey together i thank you so much for that to all of you that are watching this in a replay format thank you as well Make sure that you're leaving a like, subscribe, comment. Let us know what you think. And to all of you that are listening to this in audio land, thank you as well. That is where everything originated was just in an audio format and it's continuing on to this day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. I really do appreciate what everyone has done. Pretty kitten saying, these are amazing vibes, perfect learning environment. I'm happy to be the one to help assist with that. For Corporate Joe and myself, Carl Carafell, this has been another edition of Turnbuckle Talk. Remember, everyone, the world is a scary place. Take care of each other. <laughs>